Welcome to Love Notes from a Soul Coach, a podcast where we talk all things healing, what motivates us, what gets in our way, how do we transcend those stuck places and learn to love and accept ourselves more. I'm your host, Mary, and I've crafted each episode around real themes from my private practice and my life with the intention of sharing insight, inspiration, and just keeping each other company along the journey. I'm so glad you're here. Let's dig into today's show. Hello, hello, everybody. Well, suddenly it's March and we are on episode 10 of the podcast. How did that happen? Holy cow. Okay. So I'm going to start incorporating something new into the show. I have a form at the bottom of the homepage of my website, marywelch.com, that I recently set up, and I've been sharing about it a lot on Instagram. It's called Ask Me Anything, and this is an offering I'm making as a coach to anyone out there who might have a question or a struggle that's heavy on their heart and they want feedback but they're not necessarily ready to dive in and work regularly with a coach or a therapist. So it's a chance to ask a one-off question and get a thoughtful answer, kind of like Dear Abby or Dear Sugar. And I will round up the questions and either address them on Instagram or here on the podcast. And today I'm going to tackle a question that I thought might resonate with a lot of other folks out there. So here goes. The question is, hi, Mary, after going through a bad breakup a few months ago, I've been feeling low and disconnected from my life. In the meantime, my boss offered me the chance to transfer to our UK office. I'm in the States, so this would be a big move. I'm torn. It's a chance for a fresh start, and maybe that's what I need, but I'm worried that I'm distracted by wanting to feel better and I wouldn't be making the decision for the right reasons. I just wish I felt clearer. Any thoughts on how to get clearer would be much appreciated. Mm, Okay, so here's what came up for me as I sat with this question. I flashed on a little story I heard from Tony Robbins years ago. He was working on his book about money where he flew all over the world interviewing some of the best minds on investment and wealth building, professionals at the top of their field. And one of the people he talked to was this plastic surgeon who works on the world's richest, most high-profile clients. So this is a man who is tasked with the responsibility of basically optimizing someone's face. And you know, regardless of your feelings about plastic surgery... Performing plastic surgery on someone's face, changing the way someone's face is going to look, is a pretty serious responsibility. You really have to know what you're doing. A bad haircut is one thing. Bad plastic surgery is a whole other level. But supposedly this surgeon is very, very precise and good at what he does. And he said something to Tony that really stuck with me. He said that no matter who he's working on, he never makes an adjustment greater than three millimeters. Isn't that interesting? He said an optimally beautiful face is only ever about making tiny changes to the placement of someone's features. So I know we're talking about something that is, in my opinion, impossible to quantify or define, you know, what makes 
someone quote unquote beautiful. And we could probably devote a whole show to the topic of beauty or what makes a beautiful life. And it's about so much more than how someone looks. But the real takeaway and the reason I'm sharing this is the subtle adjustments that we make are the ones that deliver huge results in our lives. But here's the thing. When we're upset and when we're looking at our lives through an activated lens, we tend to think we need huge changes, not subtle ones. This is because when we've been hurt or triggered, we regress. We get throttled back into a younger version of ourselves. And when we were younger, life really did feel big and overwhelming at times. We really did feel threatened in some circumstances because we were smaller and more dependent and more vulnerable than what was going down around us. So we want to keep this in mind. When we're upset, we're regressed. That means we're not necessarily going to make our best decisions from that place of being regressed. And ideally, we want to develop the self-awareness to know I'm upset. I'm my younger self right now. Things may not be as extreme as they feel. We want to take a beat. We want to find our inner grown-up and parent ourselves through the waves till we can find a place of stillness. And then we can remember the three millimeter rule. I only ever need to make a subtle adjustment for things to become optimal and beautiful again. This idea of how powerful a small shift can be is very much aligned with the wisdom of A Course in Miracles, which defines a miracle as a shift in perception. It's our capacity to see things differently. I grew up on Saturday morning cartoons where a miracle was a magic potion or a wand someone waves and then presto, a pot of gold appears. And this is how so many of us relate to the word miracle. It's like the stuff of fantasy or make-believe. It's wishful thinking. It's not realistic. But you know, our thinking and our perceptions are all powerful in our lives. The miracle may not present itself in a presto, here's your pot of gold moment. But if we stay with this metaphor for a minute longer, if you begin to examine your own poverty thinking, your own assumptions about wealth and money and what you're subconsciously allowed to have or what you were exposed to in terms of attitudes and biases about money growing up, over time, you may start to get more intentional and more awake around your internal dialogue. And then your relationship with money may begin to change. You might find that by cleaning up your language and your negative associations about money, you elevate your vibration and your old belief system dismantles and you start attracting wealth into your life in all kinds of ways that feel magical or miraculous. So to bring this back to the specific question that was asked, if a potential move feels big and it feels hard to locate clarity, it could be that you're still lingering in a younger, more hurt place within yourself from having your world somewhat rocked by a breakup. And it might be important to intentionally call in your inner grown-up. Personally, I like to do this through writing. It can also be done on the meditation cushion. Try saying out loud or to the page, if my child were coming to me as the parent in their life, with this specific issue, what would I tell them? 
and then really try to disarm and be a vessel and a channel for this wisdom that wants to come through. What are your inner grown-ups thoughts? I have a magnet on my fridge that says, you always know. I think it's the only time I've bought something like this for myself. It's a little out of character, but something about that statement really gets me. You always know. It's the perfect counterpart to my favorite prayer, which is I don't know. Both are exactly right and true in a puzzling Zen kind of way. They're like two birds calling out to one another from opposite ends of the yard. I don't know. You always know. If you can approach the concept of I don't know in the spirit of surrender, approach it more like I don't need to know. I'm okay with opening this up and releasing my grip and just allowing myself to enter the mindset of I don't know. That is ironically when what you deeply already know can come through. So my advice is to see if you can relax any judgments that might be present, any sense of distrust that you might be feeling toward yourself because you're still in the aftermath of reckoning with this recent loss in your life, and see if you can shift into I don't know mode in order to hear what you already deeply know. Because you do know, we all know, we all know the answer to every single question that will come up along our path. And the distance between not knowing to knowing is very small. It's not some huge canyon. Your deeper knowing is never more than three millimeters away from your conscious mind. comes when self-trust is present and self-trust comes when we're able to hold ourselves lovingly through those bumpy times when we're able to exercise self-awareness and recognize oof I'm feeling very activated and very young right now let me call forth some support for myself some fortitude let me parent myself the way I would have liked to have been parented when I was little it's never too late to show up for yourself in your life in these ways. I also want to encourage you to explore this idea. What if I can't make a wrong decision here? What if I go to the UK and I absolutely hate living overseas, but hating it prompts me to change my life circumstances again? And what if something really spectacular follows as a result of the two or three chess moves which came first? What if all the wrinkles we set to work trying to smooth out of our lives, what if that smoothing out work is actually the whole point of life? What if problem solving is the process through which life happens? Not a hindrance to life, but more of an engine that brings us where we're supposed to be. This might not feel true for you with this particular choice in your life, and that's totally fine. I just wanted to include it because anytime I say to myself, what if I can't make a wrong choice here? I instantly feel a sense of deep relief and abundance. 
And I think that's a great mindset to inhabit when it comes to making big decisions for ourselves. So I hope something I've reflected here today will be helpful. And I wish you lots of success and support in this chapter of your life. And if any of you listening want to send me a question of your own, don't be shy. You can find the form on my site, marywelch.com. Just scroll to the bottom of the homepage. You can also find me on Instagram at marywelchofficial. And who knows, maybe your submission will end up here featured on the show sometime soon. You know, your time is the most valuable asset you have in this life. So I deeply appreciate your decision to spend some of it with me today. If you heard something that resonated or brought hope or a new perspective to your life in a meaningful way, please consider subscribing, reviewing, and sharing my podcast so it can find its way to more ears out there. If you'd like to learn more about my work, you can visit me anytime at marywelch.com. You can sign up there to join my mailing list and stay connected to all of my offerings, writings, and updates. Till next time, friends.